like that, we are underway. Happy Halloween, everybody. Pretty spooky out there, isn't it, Junior? Yeah. You seen some kids out there, did you? Yeah, so, you know, here at the Race Time Radio Studios, right. it's, it's at your house, right? right. So right, right. I uh, run out to the truck, of course, uh, grab a bottle of water, and, and uh, uh, just uh, grab my phone charger, and there's like four little kids standing out there. <laughs> and your candy bowl was empty. Wow! And you know what? It I was had completely it, empty. I had it filled you had up, it stocked real up. good. You had it real stocked good. up. I, I'll give you that. Um, but uh, yeah, the scramble was on here. So I if I'm, if I'm out of breath, it's uh, it's because I was running around. As long as you didn't scoop all the candy and throw it in your truck, I would never do that. Yes, you would. If if there was a trick or treat for beer. <laughs> I'd, I'd fill that one up. I know. One. I know. Welcome, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight. Live, of course, on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. we got a good one lined up for you tonight. Uh, let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight, Junior. Uh, we have got uh, it, uh, the Grisdale Triple Crown. Uh, we tried to get the uh, the champion on the night of the race. And, of course, the race ran late, and yeah. we finished. And then uh, uh, we, we tried to get Shay on last week on the show. Yep. And Shay actually had to take his youngster uh, and get him checked out. So uh, we couldn't get Shay last week, but guess what? We got Shay Gimmel. This week, driver the number three. Uh, he is the Grisdale Triple Crown winner from Flamborough Speedway and his Pro Late model. That was a good series this year. You were down there to that final race, right? Yeah, I did. I did a. Uh, I did a remote. Remember from the top of the grandstands That's there, there right too. Frostoberfest. Uh, that was the finale. Uh, so I was at the first one. Um, I missed the second one, uh, which unfortunately a lot of people missed the second one. Uh, it was kind of overlapped uh, in the middle of the season, um, and uh, and both guys that I was spotting for uh, weren't ready uh, to be there um, oh. for for the the second one, um, and then the third one. Great car count. Um, Frostoberfest, of course, coupled in there uh, right, with right. that. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely a, 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 a you know the Drysdale Triple Crown is probably it is the longest running late model series in in Ontario, absolutely by far, hands yeah, yeah. down. You know, yep. it's uh, the Drysdale Triple Crown goes back you know a, a number of years, and if you look at the list of winners of that. You know, you look at guys like uh, like Jason Shaw and Paul House, and and you know you, you fast forward to Sean Chenoweth a, a handful of times, and David and Elliott. David, David Elliott. He yep. comes to mind. He, yep. I think he won like th- he three won a or bunch four of them. of them. Yeah, for sure. I don't know whether and Gary, his dad, did. I or don't not. think he did win. The, he he's won a couple of races. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but uh, but not not necessarily the championship. But like when you look at the list um, of of drivers who have actually won the Grisdale Triple Crown, um, it's a prestigious list. And, Jeff Stewart, and, yep, Shea Gemmel, um, you know, is is no exception. He's been in the hunt uh, the last couple of years uh, with that. Uh, he has established himself as as one of those uh, you know gritty um, uh, Flamborough. Um, you know, not regulars, uh, Flamborough contenders, Special. I guess. Special yeah, event he, he, drivers. He's, yeah. he's definitely, you know, he brings it to the table when he gets there. And, and uh, you know, as he does with every APC race and, and every race that he's, you know, enters. But but Gemmel, you know, he gets up on the wheel for those triple crowns and... and 
when you look at the the competitors that he had to beat for the championship this year, oh. um, that uh, that Steckley car, that twenty four car, was just lights out fast every single beat event. Him, beat him by one point. I want to say he beat Kyle by one point. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, he uh, quite a battle. Yeah, uh, Steckley was was lights out. Um, of course, Chenoweth was good um, in in each of them. He had a shot to win all three. Um, and then, and then himself and, and, a uh, handful of other guys as well. Um, you know, Albers had a good run, um, in, in the middle section there and, and, uh, of course got really wadded up in, in the final one there, but, uh, uh really just a, uh, a, a neat, um, you know, three race series that, that, you know, Bill Grisdale has been a huge part of for a long period of time. And, and, uh, of course, Castelli and those guys have put on a, a wicked show and, and, uh, you know, looking forward to getting Gemmel. Of course, there's lots of other stuff to talk to Shea Gemmel about this year. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, he yeah. had, he had a, uh, a, a, probably a year that he wants to forget in the, the um, in the traveling series side on the pro late model side, but, right. uh, uh, same deal actually, uh, as well in the final race of the NASCAR Pinty series, um, got, uh, got dealt a, uh, a pretty strong card, but, uh, uh, man, did he ever turn some heads every time he hits a racetrack just fast. And, uh, um, he, 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 in that North County, uh, North country, uh, number three car and, and number eight car, very fast. Good team. Good team. And that was a new, newly formed uh, situation there, I believe, or is that year number two for that deal? With, In the uh, NASCAR Pinty Series? Yeah. Uh, it was a with brand new deal. That yeah, was for, brand for new, this yeah. year. Brand new for this year uh, with the eight car. Uh, not necessarily a new team. Um, oh, no. But but a uh, you know a, a new um, venture with with Shea behind the wheel um, and uh, they definitely turned some heads and and uh, you know they they were in the they were in the top three at each race that they were in and uh you know he he, he came out guns guns a blazing and you know through that he made a little bit of an enemy with the 22 car and uh you know when you race up front that happens and uh you know just uh you know just it, it was it was an incredible you know um it was kind of a melting pot of things to happen and when you throw a stick of dynamite in that melting pot it gets messy and uh you know when you look at uh, at w- what happened in the final race at Delaware Speedway of course we don't want to dwell on that right but but there was the there was definitely some some tensions there and and uh it it all came to a head and and uh it was it was definitely a rough deal for Shea and and his camp but uh um you know if if everybody involved had a replay button they would replay and do it all over again completely different i think you yeah. know um, well, but we'll uh, catch up it, it will be it'll tonight. be interesting to uh, to see how everything uh, shakes out for 2022 and and uh, i think with the speed that he had and and with the intensity that he had and showed behind the wheel um Somebody would be crazy not to have him in a NASCAR Pinty's car wow. in 2022. Yeah, I would say. We're going to catch up with Shea uh, real soon here, uh, right right after the first break. But let me also tell you, uh, Junior, last night, um, yeah, it was last night, watching television. Uh, of course, Sue was over on the computer, and she said, Hey, did you happen to see this? And I said, well, I don't know. What are you looking at? Um, a- Anthony Spiteri. Tony Spiteri, Pinties, is, um, is uh, well, man, I'll tell you, he has affected every single Canadian race fan, every sports fan in Canada uh, and, and beyond. 
Uh, but Tony is going to be stepping away from Pinty's. And I just I couldn't believe what I was seeing and what I was reading. After 11 years, uh, Tony is turning the page. And he is going to uh, do another brand new venture. And uh, it, it just took me totally by surprise. And after seeing it, I thought, wow. I, immediately, uh, emailed Tony right away and said, man, can we get you on this program? Uh, we'd love to talk to you about uh, what you've got coming up. And definitely uh, uh, everyone, and I know this echoes right across the country, uh, we definitely want to thank Tony for absolutely everything that he's done for the sport of racing here in the province, uh, in the country. Uh, Tony gets it done uh, on all levels. Uh, of course, the NASCAR Pindy Series. And, uh, like, there's so much to talk to Tony about. We have got Tony. He's coming on the show tonight. I'm so excited to catch up with him. And uh, take a look back, and we'll take a look ahead. We'll see how far we can look down that line. But, Joe, you've met Tony a number of times, of course, being with the series, and uh, just an an incredible individual. Yeah, for sure. He, uh, you know, uh, he's been an ambassador. He's been a partner. Um, it, there's a lot of sponsors that come and go through through racing, and, and uh, you know, there's only a handful of partners that come into racing, right? And, and you know, whether that be team partners, whether that be sponsors of the racetracks that we go to, or whether that be, you know, the, the, the actual entitlement sponsor of the series that we race in, um, you know, when you look at, at what Pinty's has done um, in the NASCAR Pinty series, in short track racing, the uh, Canadian Short Track Nationals, the um, you know the the actual um, the the races that took place through All North with Rev TV at Oshwikin Speedway, um, broke brand new ground. You know, with that. when you look at at all of the things that uh, you know we've seen and and uh, got to participate in and um, you know been a part of over the past. I'm going to say eight to what six six to eight years, right? Um, Pinty's has been involved in a pretty large amount of of those events. Oh in, yeah, in not just a small manner either. Like they're a presenting sponsor, they're national, a, they're provincial, a, exactly. regional, all the way through. So when you look at at that, when you look at the involvement that they had through NASCAR itself. You know, I think back to seeing a NASCAR Pinty, or not a NASCAR Pinty's, a Pinty's logo uh, painted on the infield of, of Bristol Motor Speedway. You yeah, know, yeah. You, Food you, City 500. Yeah, getting getting into the food cities and and all of that through through their their NASCAR relationships and you know just the list goes on and on. Um, over the past couple of years, um, seen um, you know since Pinty's has been acquired by Olimel. Um, you know, I, I, the last couple of years I've had the pleasure to be at at GP3R, and and you know been kind of there when Tony and and the new people are there, and seeing the integration and and seeing how everything, you know, Tony basically walked everything and and every step of the way, whether it be bringing the executive team to GP3R for just a, a simple hauler tour, right, you know, right, right. Or, or, or getting them out there as grand marshals and, and showing them, um, you know, the ropes of what he had built, you know, and, and the relationships that he had built um, and, and bringing them around to every team that was in that paddock. 
um, and introducing them to the drivers and all of those different things. Um, he has a vested interest in building Pinties. And the teams all reciprocated that and wanted to help in any way, shape, or form that they possibly could. And it was through that dedication and through not just the investment. It's easy to write a check oh, and, and put yeah, your yeah. name on something. Yep. But lots get, of companies do it, but yeah, they don't spend. But they don't activate it and, and activate it. And yeah. Tony, Tony did a wonderful job of getting everybody invested in his idea, his vision, or his platform. And um, you know, it, it, it's definitely sad to see him go. You know, as as a you know a, a NASCAR member and somebody who uh, you know is going to be at the NASCAR Pinty's races next year. Um, you know, I'll definitely uh, miss seeing him there as Pinty's um, looking forward to hearing what his, and I don't think he's going to talk about it tonight, but looking forward to seeing his next steps in where he's going uh, and what he's going to be doing. Um, I would imagine that he would be the first one to say that everything that he did with the NASCAR Pinty series was a huge success. And I hope wherever he lands, then he, he is a part of it again. I and, uh, guarantee you whatever he ends up doing will be a success. Yes, so Tony's absolutely. the kind of guy, and uh, he's the kind of guy that gets it done. Uh, he does it on multiple levels. Um, just incredible. You know, when the NASCAR uh, Canadian Tire Series, uh, you know, that, that, that's when, when NASCAR came in and bought Cascar, uh, and Canadian Tire was the you know title sponsor of that series, and uh, man, it was it went on for a lot of years. I want to say it went on for eight nine years. Um, when I heard that relationship was you know about to come to an end and it was going to change, I thought, oh no, oh no, that that is going to be um, that that's going to be just about impossible to replace Canadian Tire. In this uh, in, in the series and do what Canadian Tire had done with the series. Mm-hmm. Um, when I heard Pinty's Foods, honestly, Joe, I didn't know what Pinty's was. Yep, I didn't have a clue. I honestly didn't have a clue. Uh, chicken wings. I got that part figured out, but I had never myself personally ever heard of uh, Pinty's chicken wings. Yeah, I just sure. flat out never heard of them. And um, I, I'll tell you what, I, I learned what Pindy's Chicken Wings were all about and, uh, and what Pindy's Foods was all about. And, uh, man, I can't wait to talk to Tony tonight and just uh, you know, go back and, and take a look back um, sure. and, and take a look ahead. Uh, he, he is an incredible guy. Uh, he's a lot of fun. He's and, a gearhead. Uh, Yes. Oh, he, he, huge, he, huge. He, yeah, he, he's he, a huge race fan. One hundred percent a race fan, and 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 it's not and, just that. Look at no, Pindy's. Look at yeah. uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, Pindy's is part of it. How about curling? Yeah, curling. huge into curling. Yep. Huge yep. Pindy's curling. Yeah, uh, and, and it goes on. NFL. Uh, there's uh, CFL. Yeah. Um. I I don't know what. Tony's secret sauce is, but we're going to try and find out tonight on the show. And we're going to, I want to find out what Tony's, uh, looking back, what Tony's favorite, favorite moment was of the last uh, 10 years or so, you know? Yeah. It'll be interesting. I can tell you that. Also on tonight's show, we're going to talk NASCAR Xfinity. A lot to be very proud of as Canadians up here uh, watching the NASCAR uh, Xfinity Series down south, of course. We always focus in on Mario Goslin, 
um, the DGM team, and uh, uh, it, those guys did a fantastic job this past weekend at Martinsville. Uh, eighth spot, the 36, Alex Labbe. We talked to Alex, what, last weekend on the show? Uh, looking into the race, he comes home with a top 10 finish. A great job. Uh, the 92 car, also one of Mario's machines. And Josh Williams comes home, I want to say he was 11th or somewhere close. I'll pull it up. And uh, 18th spot for uh, Partis yeah. in the 90 car. Uh, and that car had trouble early on. Yeah, and so, recovered. <laughs> yeah, and did. So uh, just the job that Mario has done this year, uh, it, it, I thought it would be great to catch up with them tonight, sort of have a look back on the season and, uh, of course, preview what's to come at Phoenix. It's going to be huge. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, you know, when you look at at the places where they overachieved and have overachieved since the beginning, right? Um, you know, places like the, the Roval and, yeah. and you know, it, a lot of teams overachieve, you know, on the smaller team side, overachieve at places like Daytona and Talladega. And that's it. Right. You know? Right. It's really tough to overachieve at at basically every other racetrack on the schedule when it comes time for you know um, you know racing at that level. Um, there's not a whole lot of places where you see unless you have a guy that is like a really good road course veteran and jumps into a decent car, he can go overachieve at like Watkins Glen or the Roval or or one of those. But but not typically do you see so many places where they're they're able to overachieve. You know, you look at Alex Labbe, um when they go to Darlington, he overachieves. When they go to Martinsville, he overachieves. When he goes to the Roval, he overachieves. He runs inside the top five, the top you know three at, at Daytona and Talladega. Yep. Um, really, they've built this team into an incredible little super team built on the back of, of racers, not just people that are doing this for a job. You know, it's easy down there to find people for to work in NASCAR. It's it's hard to find racers that are willing to do everything that it takes to go and win. Right. And right. and or to go and and run up front, right? Run inside the top 10 in in the Xfinity series is no joke. Like it's it's a big deal. That's tough to do. And you know, you look at at Martinsville and and really the Xfinity series hasn't been going back there for very long. You know, it's uh they they took quite a hiatus from there. Uh, so it's not like everybody's got a big thick notebook on on Martinsville right. with that specific car, um, and with testing being limited and all of those things. Uh, really, it falls back on the driver ability. It falls back on on the forecasting of what the the race car is going to need at the end of the race. And you know, you need to be a racer to know all those things. And and uh, you know, I would say that that they would be tickled pink with an eighth place if you would have asked Mario. Look, we're going to Martinsville, and and we'll give you an eighth place right now. If if you you know if we don't go, we'll right. give you eighth place. Yep. He would say, "Okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take it. I'll yep. take it. That's a good deal." Yep. And well, it's uh, hard to do. I, I bet I bet he would do that same thing for for a twelfth place, but let alone an eighth. You know, and 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 obviously they want to win at that level. But Mario is his team is is very small oh. in comparison. 
comparison to and, yeah. and in comparison to what he's up against and and to come home eighth um it was not a carnage filled race no there were wrecks but it, the wrecks did not uh place the 36 car in eighth place no the the you know it wasn't that you know half the field blew tires it wasn't that half the field blew up it was, like he raced his way to eighth place there was still a tremendous amount of cars on the racetrack um there was still a decent amount of cars on the lead lap and and what we seen um was was tremendous out of that uh, out of that 36 car and the 92 once again uh you can't say enough about what Mario and his team have been able to do this year and and uh, looking forward to talking to him oh it's going to be dynamite uh, so that's what we've got coming up tonight hopefully and i don't know whether i can hope all i want uh, cole Butcher is down uh, running the All-American uh, 400. I guess it's the 300 now. They shortened it up a wee bit, did they? Uh, no? Still the 400? I thought it was. Uh, I thought I read somewhere 300. But uh, Cole Butcher in that race, I imagine they're on track right now. We'll try and get you the latest from that as uh, things move along. His brother uh, Jared is also down there. Uh, we'll try and get you an update. As uh, much as we can throughout the course of the show, I was kind of hoping we were going to get Cole on here. But Mother Nature uh, changed the whole schedule of how things unfold down at the uh, down at Nashville. So uh, we have got a dynamite show. I'm so glad you could tune in tonight. We're going to hit this first break. When we come back, Shay Gimmel is going to join the program. Champion of the Grisdale Triple Crown. Stay with us. Hey, this is Ron Sheridan. You're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. Star power-wise, this is a good one. The American League Championship Series is on Sirius XM. The Red Sox have won the division series. Hear every pitch of the postseason, including your hometown announcers on the SXM app. The Houston Astros will play in the American League Championship Series. Nobody gets you closer to the action than MLB Network Radio with live, on-site pregame shows on Channel 89. Experience baseball's postseason on Sirius XM and the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how canadians will camp like never before this season family time will be spent outside around the campfire be prepared for all the elements be sure to pack quick quick fire starters no need to haul paper or kindling just pop a quick quick fire starter into the pit add your wood and presto, you're a professional camper. Let the stories begin. Quick, quick fire starters. Making social distancing bonfires fun. Got all Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. <laughs> Holy cow. The thrill of the race. Definitely sliding into it. Out of control. Unbelievable how quickly things can change in racing. 
you just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Spanning the world of motorsports to bring you the most comprehensive coverage around. This is Race Time Radio with your host, Joe Chisholm. Ooh, listen to the sound of those cars flying around the track. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight here live on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Off to the hotline we go, and let's welcome in our first guest. This gentleman drives the number three car. He is the Grisdale Triple Crown champion for 2021. Mr. Shea Gemmo, what's going on tonight? How are you, Shea? Good, Joe. How are you guys doing? Not too, not too bad. Good deal. Man, good job this year, man. That, that That's a three-race tough, tough series to go out and win, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 one of the hardest. I feel like one of the, one of the hardest events because, like you said earlier, it's only it's only three races and three one hundred lap races. You've got to be keep the consistency in the car and show up to to three races, and you have to do the best you can and get as many points as you can. And and we were able enough to uh, to bring it home for the second time. And look at this one point. I'll tell you, we had Kyle Steckley on the show here what just a couple of weeks ago, and Kyle said, "Man, one point." That's all I need. One more point. <laughs> yeah, well, Kyle, he had a really good car, and we just kind of kept our nose clean. And uh, Sean got a little bit of bad luck for him, and we just—you have to get yourself in those positions, and just, you just never know what happens in, in this racing world. And you're able just to get that one point, and one put it one point to one position. And like I said, I'm just thankful that we were able to bring it home. It was close race to the wire, that's for sure. Hey, listen, you are quickly turning into one of those crafty veterans, uh, you know, at championships, stuff like that, all go uh, to making that, 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 that person, that crafty veteran. Uh, but, man, it, it was an up-and-down year for you. I know following you through the APC series, you had some races that were bang on. You had other races that were, darn, you know, like we just need a little bit of luck here. Uh, you know, following you through, Shay, it was quite a season of up and downs for you. Yeah, I don't know. This season just seemed like it was just weird. We always had competitive cars, Joe. I felt like we work on our stuff out here at my shop, and I, we were taking good cars to the racetrack. We were always getting practice, qualifying with our best, but during the race, I felt like we, we had strong cars and just mechanical failures and flat tires. And just, you just got to, if you're having those seasons, you just got to buck her down and get through it. We were able to to put together the triple crown deal and obviously win that championship, but that's what that's why we keep doing this, right? We just keep our nose down, keep trucking along, and things will eventually go your way. But like I said, we 
finish off strong there with the Triple Crown Championship. Shay, uh, you know, standing in the spotter stand, um, I, it was at Delaware Speedway um, on the Friday night, um, you know, leading into into the race for the NASCAR Pinty Series. And, and your spotter uh, has, has been with you for, for a long time. Um, you guys, you guys have built quite a, quite a friendship and, and a relationship over the years. Um, Am and I had a conversation, you know, just, uh, you know, I, I've, I've known you from the racetrack. I've talked to you numerous times in passing where it's like, Hey Shay, how are you? Like, and then, and then that was it, you know, like we, we've, we've passed. It's not like we've spent a whole lot of time together. Um, and, and he, you know, really talked about the inner workings of your team, like not in, not in like a intrusive way, just talking about your team and, and, you know, how everything is, is put together. And, and I, I said, what is, what is North country all about, you know, on, on, on the car? I know it's a landscaping company and stuff like that. And, and he, he said, you know, it's, it's a sponsorship. Like it's a true blue sponsorship. We, you know, we do events and, and, you know, they, they're a huge part of this program. And, and this is offline. It's not talking about a media guy. It's not talking, you know, it, he, he was so, you know, gracious about, about the, the company itself that, that works and sponsors you. And, and I found that really, you know, inspiring and, and, and really cool to look back and see where you've came from, um, and to see how far you've come with that company. Um, I, I really want the listeners to kind of understand the impact that that company has on your racing career. And, and number, number two, how far you guys have came, reflect back a little bit on it because really you're a, you're a contender everywhere you go now. Um, and, uh, and it, it's a really neat thing, uh, to see, you know, it, it's not just, uh, it's not just family money that is putting you, you know, in good equipment. You, you guys, you guys have a good working relationship and, and that's something that is, is few and far between right now in, in Ontario motorsports. Yeah. But yeah, Pat and Mary and Corrado, they, they approached us actually at a Toronto car show about five years ago and we were just talking and they were talking to my dad and me and my grandparents we were like obviously a family run team and they stepped up and they were like well we'd like to support you they just we just kind of wanted to sponsor somebody and i'm like oh okay well I'll, like we were at the stage where we were just happy to get new sponsors right it's not really hard when someone comes up to you and just says hey i'd like to sponsor somebody absolutely and we we, we built this relationship and and they've they've obviously stepped my pro without them i would well, we would have done we were at our max what we've done but they've putting me in equipment they've supported me the past five years without that i wouldn't have been able to do or be the driver that i am or even the guy that i am they've given me the best opportunities that they're capable of doing and it's a a thank you that it it goes on forever because like like i said i i would be nothing without them they just love the sport they they love how like they like to travel and see everybody and go to all the tracks they love the pr stuff it's good for their business and they're just the, the type of people that you just you dream of meeting people that want to support you and, and just give you everything that you need. And you can tell them thank you a million times, but they're like, don't thank me. Go drive a car. Go go work on it. Go go show us that you can do this thing. And, and they, uh, they're just amazing people. And I, like I said, I can't thank them more than enough for the opportunity that they have given me and keep giving me. It's a dream that it, I still can't believe it, but it is what it is. And I keep going and keep on trucking and, and I feel like we've built this now. This it's more of a, a more than a business relationship. Obviously, it's a family relationship too, as well. Which is we're really we're strong about family and our families working together. 
and their business as well. Now their business is expanding as well because their name's starting to get out there. It's kind of making everyone uh, very happy. Absolutely, and and you do you do the thanking as well behind the wheel uh, when when you put that thing in victory lane. Um, you've been you've been lighting the lamp lately, and and when it comes time for speed, you touched on it. Um, you show up in practice, and and you know it seems like every single time uh, for the first fifteen minutes of practice, the three car jumps up to the top of the board, and it remains there all the way throughout the day. Um, in qualifying, you you usually lay down a. Deep decent lap and you're usually in that mix and and at the end of the race if if there isn't you know a malfunction of some kind you're in the mix for that race um take us back to the beginning portion of 2021 um when you when you guys started out the season um you guys brought out a beautiful looking race car and and right out of the gate you lit the lamp and and take us back to the beginning portion of 2021 and kind of do like a synopsis of what the year was like for you behind the wheel of the three. Yeah, we, we, we did a, we did an upgrade. We put a new body on it, updated the front suspension. And we also uh, put in a red steel engine for the VAPC roll package. We, uh, I think we started the year off at the first triple crown race, which is usually one of glam rows. It's one of my better of the tracks. And, and like I said, we, when we work on our car, we work on it here at the shop, so we go through everything, everything on the car, just to make sure that you don't have mechanical problems. And when you show up, when we show up to the racetrack, we're there to do one thing, and that's we're there to win. Obviously, we're not there to come second, come third. We're there obviously to win, and we know we've been doing this long enough for my team and like my owners. They know what I need, and I know what I need to win, and they they give me all that. So the beginning of the season, we we had strong cars. And, we had a podium finish, I believe, for the first triple crown, which puts us in good to the points. And then we started with our APC series traveling. The south field that's in the APC series is just the top 15, top 20 cars and all good equipment, really good drivers. It's one of the, the hardest series I've ever raced in, obviously, and continue to race in it. We had a couple bad runs at the beginning of the season, and, and it, it gambles you a little bit, but then you just say, well, let's get back to the shop, let's get this thing fixed, and let's prove to everybody that we're not giving up. You can't have one bad race through your season. you got to be there the whole season. Put 110% effort into it and just get this bad luck monkey off your back. And fortunate enough, we had it pretty much, it seemed like, the whole season, but you still just got to power through it and get the finishes that you need because you're still supporting. You're still supporting sponsors. You're still supporting family. They're there to support you. and You're there trying to do your best. And we're able to... To get some good finishes in the APC series, uh, a couple top fives, and we were able to get a podium there at Delaware in the whole track uh, for the last race, which meant a loss to show that we we didn't give up all season. We we were always there. Just bad luck was bad for me this year, but like I said, we, we don't have any plans up for next year. But we'll. Uh, I feel like there'll be something in the workshop for sure nah i was just gonna li- i was on my way there uh, watching you shay seeing where you have been and what you have done uh we're about to see headed where where would you like to be next year maybe two years down the road maybe five years down the road where do you want to be honestly as long as i'm racing i i love the sport i love the working on the cars, I love the traveling, I, I just, I don't know, that's all that I know, all I do is we work on race cars, go to races, and that's just what we do, but for me, I, I'm just thankful enough to, to 
be in a ride or have a ride as it is. My contract was up this year, so I don't know what, uh, what like I said, my plans are for next year, but obviously I'd love to continue our relationship with North Country with Pat and Mary Ed and all other supporting sponsors too and all my family and friends and everyone that still supports me. Uh, as for what I want to run, like I said, I don't really know. I might obviously would love to go back to the APC series again and just try and hopefully go after a championship. We finished second and fourth and fifth. And I'd love to, to hopefully maybe have a chance to, to really bring home that one championship. That would mean a lot to me. I don't know. I might go back, maybe try the pinnies again. And I don't know, maybe travel a little bit more with that. I, that opportunity came up and I jumped on it. And we, we ran really strong. We had really good cars, uh, by Ed Hackinson and, and Jason Hathaway and showed that we could run in the top series there too. So the doors are always open with me and you never know when a phone rings and a deal comes about, right? So I'm kind of just waiting here. We'll have to see what happens in the next couple months. We're with Shea Gemmel tonight. He is the Grisdale Triple Crown Pro Late Model Series champion for 2021. Uh, also ran in the APC series. Uh, also did uh, his first debut season in the NASCAR Pinty Series, uh, a jack-of-all-trades, really. When it comes time for late models, when it comes time for uh, those those NASCAR cars, uh, Shay, what did it feel like uh, going from one to the other? That Delaware weekend, uh, you were jumping back and forth. Uh, what, did it take a lot of adjusting to, you know, go from your APC car into uh, that, that NASCAR Pinty's car? Oh, uh, yeah, they were it's quite of a big difference, especially the cornering speed and the straightaway between the two cars, uh, once you get into the feel of the car and you know what the feel is, it usually takes about my first corner, I usually wash it, and then usually by the second corner on entry, I've already figured out what I did wrong the first one, and you kind of, it's a quick teach yourself, like keep your head on your shoulders, uh, keep the car smooth, keep the car uh, rigid as you can, and try to put together laps but between the two. The, uh, the late model cornering, like I said, so much faster than the Pinty's car, but then the Pinty's got this big horsepowered engine that the late model, I jumped back into it, and I put it right to the floor, apex of the corner. The Pinty's car, you couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the jumping back and forth wasn't so bad also, too, because uh, we tested uh, both cars, obviously, before that weekend, so I had a pretty good understanding of which line, braking points, and what, what I needed for that weekend, for sure. No, the fun factor was still there for both series, right? You love them both. Yeah, they were, yeah, I guess just running in both, like, the best two series, obviously, you know, obviously in Canada, and to run both of them in the same weekend was just, like, it's a dream that came true, and I had the opportunity, and I took it. We had a lot of fun and some strong cars and some strong runs, and uh, like I said, I don't know, I might, we might do it again next year. I don't know. <laughs> when do you anticipate those plans coming together where you can, you know, maybe get a good clear shot at what 2022 is going to look like for you? We, uh, we usually take like a, a month off for everyone to like regroup because uh, it was a busy summer. To be honest, we were traveling for running both series and working on the car every single night uh, at the shop and the crew traveling too. And it was just easy to take the first month or so to, to relax and, hang out with our families and then we uh usually have christmas and then after christmas january starts to come and uh pat and harry and they usually we usually get we get together obviously for christmases and do sponsor things and usually in january february we start to sit down and they kind of tell me they want to do this this and this and then that's when everything starts to come out so probably about like a january february although 
it'll start to get set in stone of what uh, what our plans are for 2022. Can you see maybe one day you flying around Daytona International Speedway? We've seen guys do that. Uh, I think a Cole Powell, uh, he was one guy that, uh, you know, uh, we've seen him on the short tracks up here, and then lo and behold, we see him in a modified, and then I'm at Daytona covering things there, and here he is in a, you know, in an ARCA car uh, coming away with the top 10. Do you ever aspire to one day fly around that speedway in a, you know, in an ARCA car or maybe, uh, you know, a truck, something like that? Kyle, it's like, it's like a dream that you always, like, I would always have loved to have that opportunity or even give it a try. Uh, I didn't even think I was able to be able to go into a Pinty's car. And then all of a sudden, here we are, we're lead laps in a one race. So things happen so quick right now. And and like I said, when you get these opportunities, you've got to take them. I would like I would love to be able to go to Daytona or, or, or to like a Martinsville or or any of those bigger tracks just to say that I've done it to see if I'm able to do it. And like I said, I never know what I'm doing because it seems like when I think I'm done or I think I have I've got and I'm happy with what I have. I've given these opportunities where I'm like, well, let's go try this. So I'm yeah. like, okay, sign me up, I'm in. <laughs> no doubt in my mind, kiddo, you have got the talent to do it. I think all you need is the opportunity. And uh, I'll tell you what, fans get their money's worth when they see you roll in the gate. Uh, they did in 2021. I got a sneaky suspicion they're going to get their money's worth again come 2022. Can't wait to find out how things unfold for you, bud. We'll be... Uh, Definitely uh, keep keeping a eye on your social media. And uh, what do you say we get you back on the show come January, February, and we'll roll it out for everybody. Sound good? Yeah, that, that sounds yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Double zero. That sounds like a shiver. That'll be a great, a good way to maybe to show it out. Thanks for having me on. And I love how you guys keep up everyone's racing during this off season. Keeps everyone up and excited to, for the up and coming season. Appreciate it. You betcha, bud. Thanks so much for the time tonight, Shay. Yep, take care, guys. Thanks, Kevin. There he is, the champion for that Grisdale Triple Crown. Uh, great driver, Junior. Good things coming up for him in the future. You can see it coming. Yeah, absolutely. He's, um, you know, he, he's, when you when you look at, at a young, talented racer, um, you know, it, it's tough because there are, are a handful of those in, in both of the series that he's running in, right? When you look at the APC series, Brandon Watson kind of takes the, the limelight from everybody, right? He's yeah. like, he's like a great big, he's a great big orb in the sky and he takes all that, that light away from, from what is out there on the racetrack. Not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying that, you know, he, he's, he's, he's a bright star and, and that talented. he's, he's yep. kind of like, you know, if you look at at the greats in in different sports, right? You look at at a guy like Jimmy Johnson, right? When he was on the racetrack in the NASCAR Cup Series, nobody got any light on them because he was the guy, right? Right. You Just look like at Tiger Larson Woods. Today. You look at Tiger Woods when he was at his at his peak in golf, and and you know everybody talked about Tiger, 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 right? Um, and and you know you you look at the you know the the pro late model scene here in Ontario and. And Brandon Watson gets a lot of that. And, and you know, when you look at the young, talented guys that are posting numbers, but maybe not to the numbers that Watson is, um, I would put Gemmel right, right underneath that in that, in that level. Good, yeah. And, and he, his team, um, you know, they, they show up to the racetrack and they look professional, they act professional, um, they, they have the entire package and, um, 
he gets out there on that racetrack and lays down numbers like you wouldn't believe. Um, consistently, um, you know, at the top of the charts. I'm not lying when I say he's at the top of the board. When you show up there for practice, I don't care if it's, you know, Sunset or Delaware or Flamborough. I don't care what the weather condition you is. You can't trip him up. When the three car rolls out on the racetrack, it's yep. up front. And, yep. uh, you know, there's a lot to be said about that. Um, and And obviously... You know, there was times this season where, and he, you know, he's the first one to say it. If the bad luck didn't bite him at a couple of those, it was wins or podiums, and it's a completely different looking championship picture at that point. Um, and I think that you're going to see more of that as he matures and as he puts together numbers. Um, I think the execution thing that we talk about, we talk about that a lot on this program, is there's a lot of guys that can run and there's a lot of guys that can race, but they can't execute to the level that they need to. And Shea Gemmel is that guy, and he started this year. And, and I think that rolling into next year, rolling into 2022 and 2023, um, if he can execute you know, 20% better than what he did this year, he's the champion next year. And that's an impressive number, and I, I think that that's not far off. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying that it's him that needs to execute, that it's just him. No, no. I'm not no, putting no. it. I'm saying if the team executes, if if the luck executes, if all those things fall together. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a championship contender. He reminds me a lot of, uh, you know, when you talk about drivers in that bracket, uh, you know, like Jake Sheridan. He's uh, he's yeah. He's like a Jake Sheridan. Uh, when I look at those two drivers, uh, they'd be easy uh, to, to to confuse with one another if you didn't know the drivers on the track, but just watch them. Um, those guys, uh, they, they can get the job done. Yeah, and yeah. they're in the future. Uh, going to be kind of cool to see how things unfold. We're going to hit this break when we come back. Can't wait to get this next guest on, Anthony Spiteri. Pinties is going to join us live right here tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Hi, race fans. I'm Al Baki from the Saskatoon Stock Car Racing Association. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Camping this year is going through the roof. Be prepared for your getaway. Pack a good supply of Quick Quick Fire Starters. Seasoned pro campers have been using QuickWick fire starters for over 30 years. No need to take paper or kindling. Just add your wood and your QuickWick fire starter and let the stories begin around the campfire. QuickWick fire starters, the official starter of spring and summer. The NBA is back. He threw it down for the stars. Hear every game on Sirius XM and your hometown announcers on the SXM app. Giannis in attack mode. Baseline lifting, shooting, goal, he hit it. Giannis and the Bucks look to defend their title. The experts on NBA Radio, Channel 86, will tell you what it's going to take. This is historic stuff. He went from a really nice player to an unstoppable offensive force. Don't miss a moment with SiriusXM and the SXM app. Yes! Free for most subscribers. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, 
and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen. And I'm Mike Babchuk. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. (laughs) I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and by GetRackHunter.com. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio Live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167. I'm Joe Chisholm, along with Junior, right here in the Race Time Radio studio. And we are going back to the hotline right now. And we want to welcome in a uh, a, a great, great friend of Race Time Radio and a uh, uh, just a dynamite person. Let's welcome in Anthony Spateri. What's going on tonight, Tony? How are you? trick-or-treating i think is going on besides the point how are you guys doing doing fantastic now i gotta ask you dude like if the trick-or-treaters show up at your place are they treated to some pinty's fine foods do you hand out wings or uh, chicken pieces Uh, we've we've had some fun unfortunately we're out in the country now so we really don't get anybody except for family but uh yeah we uh we have pulled that uh with one of our staffers where we uh we did hot wings for the parents, and that was uh, that was pretty fun. <laughs> Good stuff. I got to tell you, Tony. Uh, soon I moved into Owen Sound, uh, just in April, right? We move into our new place here in in town. Uh, sold the house out at the lake and. Uh, next door, Norm, really good guy next door. Get to know the guy pretty well. Uh, just last week, sitting outside, said, hey, Norm, what do we expect for, for, for kids around here in this neighborhood? Uh, we must get quite a few kids, right? He says, well, believe it or not, uh, no, we don't. We don't get a lot of kids. He said, I think last year we got four. I said, really? That really surprises me. So anyway, we get prepared for tonight. I thought, oh, pandemic. We'll put the candy out. Like, Of course, we're going to be tied up here doing the show, but we'll put the candy out. The kids can uh, help themselves and go for it. I loaded it up, Tony, pretty good. Uh, like chocolate bars galore. And uh, Junior comes in. Uh, two seconds before we go to hit the air, and he goes, chocolate bars are gone. Everything's gone outside, and there's 20 kids. I said, get out of here. He said, no, I'm serious. He said, a whole pile of them out there. So There was a lineup, Tony. There was a lineup out there. There's a lineup, and there's no I, – I wanted to save the eggs from flying here, so I ran inside. <laughs> yeah, I acted like a U.S. Marine. I said, give me the chocolate bars now. <laughs> you know, we're under attack. And, uh, you know, obviously we, uh, we, we had a couple, we had, we lucked out, we dipped into his stash, you know, yeah. he's he, all the old guys, they always have a chocolate bar stash somewhere in the house. And, oh, oh, uh, absolutely. yeah. And, in the uh, house, in the 
shopping. That's right. Well, that's right. You've got to so have we, him around. We, we dipped into his stash, and he's got to go shopping tomorrow. So that's uh, that's fun. Tony, <laughs> great to uh, great to catch up with you, man. It's uh, you know I've I've known you for a lot of years. When when I read your post, I uh, it blindsided me, man. Fantastic! It's, it's all good news. Um, I wouldn't have seen it come uh, eight nine weeks ago, but um, yeah, I mean the stars aligned, and uh, a real dear friend of mine, uh, uh, let's you know, tune from the Godfather, I guess, made me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> uh, and, and frankly, it's gonna you know it's gonna allow me more time back here in Ontario, um, which might might allow me to spend a little more time uh, at the Roundy Rounds. We'll, we'll, we'll see what that looks like, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not something I would have called nine weeks ago. Uh, time of my life. I mean, the last eleven years have been an absolute, uh, pretty fun business and living. Uh, you know, I, sh- I should say it this way: living the dream. You know, making great food fun wasn't just our tagline; it was what got us up every morning to work. So, Tony, what you have done. Uh, not only for the brand, uh, the Pinty's Fine Foods, not only what you've done there, all I can say is you've taken a person, uh, and I can only speak from personal experience here, uh, I had no idea what a Pinty's uh, chicken wing was. Uh, I had never heard of the product before uh, you, you stepped on uh, w- w- with the NASCAR uh, Pinty series, uh, sp- sponsored the series. Uh, that That's how I was made aware of the product. Uh, but what you have done in this industry uh, has really genuinely touched every single race fan, whether they personally know it or not. Uh, I can guarantee uh, you have influenced absolutely every single one of us uh, coast to coast in this country with what you have done uh, in the sport. Have you always been a race fan? Uh, when did that, when did your fetish start like ours? Uh, when did it all start for you? And, uh, did, did you, uh, if, when the opportunity was there, uh, I just wonder how you came up with, uh, here's what I'm going to do and here's how I'm going to do it. Wow. Great question, but I'm not quite sure on trick or treat. We're going to talk about fetishes on national radio. <laughs> um, but, Addiction. But, uh, Addiction. But, uh, the, the, the true story, and, 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 and I know Junior Junior's heard me give this speech before, um, it really is good for business. I mean, uh, as a shareholder in the original Pinty's business, uh, you know, my shareholders and I, we, we didn't have a lot of money to waste. Um, and it's been kind of the hallmark of uh, building brands, and whether it was you know Maple Leaf Prime, whether it was Lilydale, or uh, back, my God, Ron St. Clair, probably my first escapade into Casper was Ron St. Clair uh, and us doing a sponsorship uh, at Western Speedway. Uh, you know, I think it was 1999. Too cool. For a Casper shootout. And, um, you know, it, research proves it. And, and, and we're probably a good case study. We're, you know, the most brand loyal in North America. Sports marketing are in NASCAR. Um, and, and I actually, my own personal belief, I, I wish I had research to prove it. But uh, my own personal belief is if you're a race fan in Canada, you touch above what it is in the rest of North America because it's not that easy being a race fan here. Yeah. We cover a lot of geography. We've got great racing, don't get me wrong. It's second to none. But a fan here, man, you're, you know, you're traveling stateside, you know, whether it's going to Oswego, whether it's going to Daytona, Bristol, wherever. Uh, and then you're attending our local tracks too. And our season is so short that, man, you've got to be loyal because you're giving up premium space in the middle of summertime to see racing. 
So, you know, long answer to your simple question, it was very, very good for our business. Um, curling was fantastic for our business. Um, I would also say out west, the CFL was very, very good uh, for our business. So uh, that, that's that piece. Um, what I stumbled into, and I guess I just stumbled into it from, you know, from being a, um, a fan as a kid, was, you know, studying it in school and understanding sports marketing and understanding which sports broke through. Um, that's kind of what made me a bigger fan of, of, of the Canadian side. Well, it's been amazing uh, to see what you have done in a short period of time. I said it off the top of the show uh, when Canadian Tire uh, was about to, you know, step back and change flow. They got involved with Canadian Tire Motorsport Park and, you know, things come and they change and things move. And uh, that's what makes this world interesting. And that's what makes this sport incredibly interesting. But I got to say from a guy that is... Uh, you know, invested in this sport. Uh, when I seen Canadian Tire about to, you know, take take a left turn over there, I went, oh, oh this is bad. This is bad, bad news. Uh, but I was uh, quickly, uh, you know, very surprised and, uh, and really energized when I heard that Pinty's was going to step in and uh, become the, the title sponsor of our Canadian National Tour. And uh, to see what has all unfolded since that that time uh, has been simply amazing. And I know I've got a, a pile of questions that we're going to talk about. If you've got time, Tony, I know we're running late here tonight. Uh, but away, if okay, well, I I gotta throw it back to Toronto and just do a quick news highlight. It takes ninety seconds, and then we come back for hour two. Can I get you to hang around uh, just for a couple of moments here while we do that? And then we're going to come right back to you. Absolutely, Joe. That'd be fantastic. Okay, well, we're going to do that. We're going to throw it back to Scott in Toronto. You're going to get us up to date, Scotty, like you always do. It takes 90 seconds, and then we are going to come back for hour number two. I want to ask Tony about his favorite moment over the last, oh, 10 years in the sport. I uh, want to talk to him about maybe, uh, you know, some of those things that can be uh, done better, some of the things that have improved. And, uh, you know, maybe where is everything going to go? Where is uh, the sport headed uh, from a perspective of a title sponsor? Someone that has got the national tour. Uh, and by all, all accounts, uh, Pindy's isn't going anywhere. Tony is the one that is uh, going to be turning the page. And we're going to talk to him more about that in just mere moments. So we're going to throw it back to you, Scotty, in Toronto. Get us up to date. And then we are coming back for Hour 2 Live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. We'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got all Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow. The thrill of the race. Definitely sliding into it, out of control. It's unbelievable how quickly things can change in racing. 
you just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you, you are the man! <laughs> We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167. We are with Anthony Spiteri, uh, Pinty's Fine Foods, and uh, he's with us right now on the hotline. Uh, Tony, thanks so much for hanging on there with us. Uh, are you officially uh, moved on now, or are you still with the company? When is uh, your last day with the company? It was, it was actually Friday, so it was about... Uh about seven weeks after I gave notice, uh, but I'm working. <laughs> anytime, anytime the team needs anything, um, I mean, our relationship is very, very strong. So whether it's the marketing team or the executive team there, uh, we've, we've been sharing phone calls pretty much for the last uh, for the last few weeks, um, and, and that'll go forward. I'm, I'm more than supportive of the business. I actually love the business, so it's easy. So, and I don't want to, you know, give anybody the false impression that Pinty's is leaving. Uh, if I did give anyone that, that thought, please forgive me. Uh, it's Tony that is uh, going to turn the page. And there's nothing wrong with turning the page, Tony, is there? It, it's got to, that, that's why we get up in the morning and we get excited to go to work. And we, uh, you know, it's not even work when you're having fun. No, I mean, listen, the last 11 years, there's been some trials and tribulations. There's, there's no question that the food business is not is not an easy business. But I mean, Joe uh, Junior. I mean, it's time. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a very good crop of of, of talented managers there, talented directors there, and uh, you know, it's it's time for this guy to allow that uh, that baby to have new uh, new parents. You know, I hate to use that that term, but different views, different ways of looking at the business, uh, different ways of looking at product development. Um, you know, 11 years is a long time. Uh, you know, a decade is a long time. Uh, I, I was talking to another one of the race teams. It's been phenomenal. Uh, um, all Virtually every race team in the NASCAR Pinty Series, a chunk of the APC folks all texted me and called me or emailed me. And, uh, you know, it's the average tenure of a CEO in North America today is 2.6, 2.7 years. So when you start when you start talking about folks having a run of uh, of a decade, um, a with the same company, uh, you know, b you know, increasing responsibility, but but well, it's kind of a rarity today. And uh, I'm, uh, as as much as I'm proud of it, I'm also keenly aware that I wouldn't have had those shots if if the folks with uh, didn't shake it up. So it's time. There's some really good folks there. Jennifer Booth. Uh, who is uh, who is the, uh, the individual responsible at uh, at Oli Mill right now for all the sports properties, whether it be NHL, NFL, NASCAR? Now, her and I have worked together for almost three years, and um, she knows the ropes. She, she knows them really well. She has a keen eye for value, um, and as I've been, you know, coaching people uh, at all the sports levels, you know, it's you're, you're as good as your last performance. You know, if we can keep the viewership where it needs to be and the excitement where it needs to be, then you shouldn't worry about sponsorship. Absolutely. It'll come, you know. So. 
100%. And Tony, uh, you know, I kind of touched on it at the opening uh, segment of the show. And, and you know, I, I, I said that there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of sponsors when it comes time for, for motorsports. And I'm not just going to pigeonhole NASCAR here. There's a lot of sponsors out there. There's there's only a handful of partners. And and you guys you guys didn't just bridge, bridge the gap between partnership. You guys were, were truly, uh, you know, ingrained in everything to do with the business. Um, when it came time for showing up to a racetrack, um, you were usually there, uh, when, when the gates opened and you were usually there when the gates closed. Um, and, and you and your team or you and the people that you brought with you to the racetrack, um, and, and as well, you know, the, the different racetracks, the different ge- ge- geographic locations that we were at, there was always a different, you know, reason. And, and there was always a different, you know, uh, 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 group of participants with you, uh, whether it be the executive staff from all email or whether it be people from the retail side or whether it be people within your organization. Uh, it seemed like there was always a, a new group with you. Um, and, and when it came time for, for showing them the ropes, I imagine it would be easy for a, a, a company to write a check and sit back and watch it on TV and say, look, this is what we're getting for our money. Um, you took it you know, a step further than basically every partner that I've ever seen in Canada. Um, you took it to a whole new level and, and showed the rope similar to what the big Fortune 500 companies do in the United States with the Cup Series and really you know, gave the experience, whether it be to your business partners or whether it be to, to the, the, the people that work for you. You gave them the experience, and, and that went so far for the teams. You know, seeing them or seeing you make that investment of time, of money, of, of whatever it might be, um, I feel that, that that earned a whole new level of trust for the, the, the teams and the stakeholders within the sport. Um, talk a little bit about your philosophy when it comes time for that, because I think a lot of teams can learn from you in, in helping leverage their own sponsorships. I'm going to try to give you, I'll give you three legs of that stool, Junior, if I can. I mean, the, the, the first leg is, and I don't want to sound negative, but one of the biggest problems with sports sponsorship is the actual sponsors themselves. Um, if, if they're not coming from a place of return on investment, if they're coming from a place where they just like hockey, they just want to go to the Stanley Cup. They yeah. just want to go, you know. They just want to go to the Grey Cup or or they want the good seats, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are the sponsorships that you know they come, they make a big deal, and they're gone two years later. Uh, typically, because management figures out, you know, this is just a giant ruse. This has got nothing to do with the business. And the unfortunate part with that is it turns companies off sponsorship. So, I mean, the first leg of the stool that I'll give you is, you know, our approach. And the approach that I strongly urge, you know, to people, um, you know, great, great example, Luke at APC and Frank from QuickWick, uh, great guys. And they look at things from an ROI basis as well, is the advice I give them is like, do this because it's part of your business. I mean, you can have fun doing it. Don't get me wrong. But make sure you can justify everything you're doing from an ROI basis, just as you would buying television or just as you would buying a print ad or hiring another staffer, right? So that's the first leg of the stool. The second leg of the stool is a really wise guy. One of my business mentors once said, you know, when you can get to a point where you can afford doing what he would call premium sponsorships, make sure if you're budgeting a dollar for the sponsorship, 
you budget two to three dollars for activation. And another, you know, I, I, you guys are going to think I'm negative, and I know you know I'm not, but um, another big mistake a lot of folks make is they'll buy the premium sponsorship, they'll buy the NHL, and they blow their wad on that, they have nothing left to activate. And you can't be legitimate, you know? Like, all you have to do is look at an NHL hockey game today. You've got what's actually on the boards of the hockey game, and then you've got now what's digitally put on the boards. So I could be watching an Ottawa Senators game in Vancouver, and I'll see ads for something Vancouver-based. Absolutely. It's like they have nothing to do with what's on the board. So the next thing that I say is if you're going to invest in sports sponsorship, you have to invest the dollars and the time to activate it because if you don't, you might as well just buy television. So those are the first two legs of the stool. The third leg of the stool, which I think we're talking specifically now about NASCAR Pinty Series, is the Pinty Series uh, prior to us had gone through a pretty long phase, gone, gone through about 10 years, um, where I believe it was well advertised. Um, but it was a kind of Fortune 500 company, great company, um, who was going through a lot of changes. So there was never really this uh, presence, right? Um, way easier for me to, you know, talk to anybody in those companies and say, look, we're going to Daytona. You know, we're going to Las Vegas. We're going to Sonoma. Uh, we're going to Martinsville. We're going in and out or whatever. You can get folks to go to those races. And, and then with all due respect, when you're telling them, hey, look, you know, we're going to Wetaskiwin. <laughs> we're, <Yeah. laughs> we're going to Wyant Group. We're going to Delaware. People like us go, yeah, that's fantastic, right? Right, but exactly. the folks downtown Bay Street, they're not going to spend, uh, especially not a long weekend, a coveted long weekend. They're not going to come out to a track with three or 4,000 people on it. Right. So right. the third leg that I get is, hey, look, you got to be genuine. If you are going to make an investment like this, I mean, I use curling as another good example, then you need to be present. So anyway, those are my three legs. Yep. That well. is 28 cents. I'll buy a, co- uh, a coffee at 10. But- <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, what you were able to do, and there was lots of times I can well imagine, Tony, uh, I-, I know in, you know, just the limited stuff that we do, uh, there's times where my frustration goes right through the roof and I say, you know, oh, geez, what, what am I doing? I'm going to stop doing what I do. Um, but then, you know, you go to sleep and you get up the next morning and you go, hold on a minute. I had a focus and I'm going to continue on that focus uh, regardless of what, you know, whatever, you know, comes up. We're going to make this thing succeed and we're going to go at it and, uh, you know, be relentless and go after it. There's probably times uh, within the last uh, 10 years that you probably could have went, what am I doing? Uh, I'm going to change this up or uh, change directions. Did you run into stuff like that and then catch yourself and say, nope, I believe in this. I had to focus and I'm going to follow through. Oh, man. <laughs> pulling an act, pulling <laughs> Joe pulling a 40-foot activation trailer with brand ambassadors, uh, food in a freezer ready to be processed, and your activation team calls you and says, hey, look, not for anything, but... Uh, our activation space is actually on top of the septic field ah. and going to a track and like, like that's, that's the best we can do because these areas are reserved for our sponsors at the track. NASCAR sponsors park over there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that was, that was a long drive 
there and back because when that happened, I drove all the way, <laughs> two and a half hours away from my home on a long weekend to actually witness it myself. And that was the answer I got from one of the promoters. Um, heading into one of our premier tracks, and almost the same thing, Joe. Almost exactly yeah. the same thing. Um, yeah, you're not a track partner. You are a NASCAR partner. You know, park over there. Yeah. Like a second-class citizen. And, and by the way, hopefully, if anyone's listening, I, I hope we've never asked for too much or or maybe not asked for enough. But, uh, yeah, there were times, Joe, where you just sort of shake your head and go, yeah, this is, this is why... You know, this is why Daytona is Daytona. This is why Bristol is Bristol, and this is why some of our locations are our locations. Um, you know, folks being focused on the hot dog sale versus being focused on the big picture of what we're attempting to do. Um, uh, helping helping GeForce TV get started in the middle of the pandemic, uh, working through trying to bring racing to, to Canadians, and actually having track opt out because it would long-term affect their ability to sell tickets. Like, like just stuff you just sort of shake your head and go, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah, you go home, you mend up, you feel better about it, and off you go to the races. Uh, no pun intended. So, yeah, a lot of those days. But um, uh, I call it the organized, disorganized chaos we have in Canadian motorsports. You do the best you can, and, and you try you try to show with example as opposed to gritting your teeth and you know taking your – taking your marbles and going home, you, you just try to show that you can persevere and get it done. Exactly. Uh, and it, it, what you uh, and your company, uh, your vision, uh, what, what you managed to uh, have done over the time, uh, you, you've put this sport in a better place, Tony, uh, than it was when you stepped in. And uh, I know all of us, all of us coast to coast everywhere, uh, would, would all uh, I know everyone would back me on this, and uh, with a huge thank you for absolutely everything that you have done uh, for Canadian racing. Uh, just, just uh, incredible to see what has transpired. Uh, and I know, uh, I know from being in this industry that uh, a lot of that come right from you uh, and your um, your. Uh, guts and determination to you know make it successful uh, and to partner with everybody and and you know take the ball and move it down the field and uh, it's just been incredible. Where do you go from here now? Uh, what, what is that next page? What is and, it, what, and, and I know from reading your post on Facebook, you said we're going to talk about the new world in another uh, few days. But uh, can you give us a hint? I'll, I'll tell you all about it. It's just hard to it's hard to follow up what you just said. I, uh, I think I'm a pretty tough guy, but I got to tell you, the last the last 48 hours have been pretty emotional. Uh, getting on phone calls and and having people say the kind of things that you just said. So, so Joe, from my heart to yours, like thank you for everything that you do, and, and Joe Jr., thanks for everything that you do as well. It's just um, it's kind of hard to hear that stuff. I I don't plan to be too far away, but it's <laughs> it's still a, it's still amazing to hear that. And I um, I appreciate it. For me, um, a little company called uh, Freshstone Freshstone Brands Incorporated. Uh, it is a, it is a, uh, one of my dearest friends in the whole world and, uh, and a capital partner had started putting together some pretty neat food companies. Um, so it's the kitchen partners is what it's called out, out in Edmonton, Alberta, uh, key brand in Kitchener, Ontario, uh, key brand for the historians in the group were the first, uh, holders of KFC franchises in Canada. 
pictures in the office of Colonel uh, Colonel Sanders showing the Key Brand folks how to make fried chicken. Really cool story. Uh, Johnson uh, Johnson Family Foods out of PDI, uh, as well as a company here called Tiffany Gate Foods uh, in Etobicoke. Uh, these are all premium uh, food manufacturers, and, and what what the team has been able to do at Freshstone uh, is make it such that we could pool these four companies together. Um, I, I can, you know, op- openly tell you, the top line is virtually identical to what Pinty's was uh, the day that my. Uh, Randy, uh, Randy, and Jack asked me to join that company. Mm-hmm. Um, almost exactly, Joe, the same headcount. Uh, so we're we're around 600 folks in total. Um, uh, and the lure of the of the company is the range of products. So a lot of the prepared salads that you would see at a grocery store uh, in the deli. So a lot of those fancy, fancy I call them fancy schmancy uh, prepared salads, uh, quinoa salads, and stuff like that, as well as a lot of the entrees. Uh, chicken parms and, uh, and veal parms, stuff like that, uh, that are made uh, for uh, retailers and food service operators, but behind the scenes. So, honestly, virtually identical. It's like back to the future. Going back 11, 11 years, uh, where, you know, Pinty's was doing this for everybody in the background and was a culmination of three different businesses. Um and we just decided as a team we were going to make we were going to become a nationally recognized brand come hell or high water. So uh, the mandate at Freshstone is virtually identical. It's to uh, continue to build the business in the back in the shadows in the background for all of our key partners. Uh, and it's the who's who of Canadian retail and food service. And at the same time, you know, can we um, can we build some of our own consumer facing brands uh, around some of our premium products? So. That's the challenge. If you Google it today, you're going to have to Google all four different companies. Please, guys, uh, whoever's listening, that won't be like that a year from now if I'm doing my job. If, if, if I come back on uh, on Race Time Radio and we're still in the same boat and it's hard to Google, well, I, I, I didn't earn my pay this year. <laughs> well, I can guarantee it. If you're involved with it, uh, it's going to be a success. Uh, and we won't have to worry about if. It's going to be more of a question of when you get back on Race Time Radio. Uh, you are involved in this sport, uh, even though uh, that if there was no uh, food service, if there was no uh, business, uh, Tony, you'd still be at a racetrack somewhere catching a race. I know you would. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm too old and fat to be on the left side of the race car anymore. But, uh, uh, yeah, listen, um, the, phone, the phone's been ringing, and, and there's some interesting uh, interesting stuff uh, uh, folks have asked for, you know, for some help on this or some help on that. And uh, you know what? I mean, I'm going to let the dust settle here for, for a week or two, get myself adjusted so I can find the bathroom at the new offices. Um, but, yeah, you know, like, I'm, I'm here to help. Uh, I've said exactly, by the way, I've said exactly the same thing uh, to the folks at uh, to the folks at the Grand Slam of Curling, as well as our friends uh, at the NFL um, as they're building their businesses here in Canada. Um uh, they're all good business models. I'd love to help them. Uh, of course, racing for me, yeah, you know, if I can catch, <laughs> if I can do that and catch it at the same time and, and catch a seat where I can uh, watch a lap or two, well, Hell's Bells would be fun. It would be a lot of fun. Well, you've just been a, a dynamite guy all the way through. Uh, uh, Pinties, uh, so that I am correct, Pinties, how much longer uh, is the deal with NASCAR? Is it still long term? Is there still years left on that contract? 
they're into it. They're into it right now, Joe. Um, I know from everything that I've seen and everything that I've read, uh, everything looks fantastic. If, if you if you ask me to to guesstimate today, um, I would say they're very very close to to, to making an announcement. Um, but you know that'll definitely be for for the folks like uh, like Jen Booth and uh, and Yannick, uh, our, our our new CEO at uh, OML. Uh, that'll be that'll be their thunder and, and, and kind of their lightning. Um, I know Chad uh, Chad Siegler uh, is doing a, a stellar job of, of bringing a lot of value to OEML, uh, not just here but throughout the whole NASCAR world. Um, so yeah, I'm looking for good stuff. And as I said to both parties, look, uh, I'm a phone call away. If you if you need me you know, in any way, straight, you know, shape or form, I'm, I'm here to help. But uh, there's lots of value, and I, I, I see good things in front of them. I just want you to know, Tony, that uh, I was at basically every driver's meeting that you were ever at, and you were the only person that I listened to every single time that you talked in the driver's meetings. I was the only one. I, 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 you were the only one that I ever listened to. I didn't listen to any of the officials ever, like not even once. You can ask Andrew Ranger. I, I didn't listen. It was I always listened to Tony. <laughs> that's... I think there's a few racetracks I race that did the same thing about me. <laughs> you, uh, Junior, I know what you were doing. You were waiting to find oh, out when the uh, samples were coming I was, out. That's well, why I was you waiting, were intently I, listening. I was waiting for him to be like, if you look at the table over there, there's a bunch of you know uh, free uh, free chicken wings, or or there's you know maybe like coupons or something like that, like uh, on the table. That's what I was listening for, Tony. Like every single time, it's uh, just a fat guy's got to listen. You know, hey, nothing wrong with that. As I say to my wife, <laughs> my left side. Of it. You know, the cool, the cool thing is we're we're, we're kidding around, and, and, and Joe, like your words, they, they really do touch me. But I, I got to tell you that the difference between you know our series, the, the difference between our sport, like you know, I've been getting messages and phone calls from guys running cup. Absolutely. <laughs> been, you know, I just got off the phone with. Uh, I should say I did get off the phone. We'll keep that one private. But I I just got messages from Doug Kobe. You know, Justin Bond Sr., you know, wheel and modified drivers. You think about our sport, it's a huge industry. Absolutely. It's absolutely huge. Like, but everybody's just so bloody human. Yes. <laughs> really, everybody's so human, right? We're all bitching about having a Martinsville hot dog, you know? Like, um, it's just the amazing part. And, and, and some of the calls and some of the texts uh, over the last 48 hours have just been, just been insane. The little things like, Junior, you and I are kidding around about the drivers' meetings, but the the examples that folks have been giving me here for the last two, two, two days, you know, things I you just take for granted or something you said, I remember saying it, but you don't know if anybody listened or heard it and, uh, you know, it gets reiterated back to you. It's, uh, I tell you, it'll humble you. It'll humble you like nothing else. Absolutely. This, uh, this industry, uh, this industry has a way of doing that. Well, from all of us, all of us coast to coast, from Newfoundland to B.C., and I know I talk for all of them, Tony, uh, thank you for all you have done for this sport. Uh, you've changed it. You've changed it for the better. And, uh, my God, I hope you stick around, man. Uh, if there's anything we can do uh, to help move the ball down the court uh, in the new venture, uh, you, we're only a text away, and uh, we, we'd love to be part of it because uh, we, we like being part of a success, and uh, it seems to follow you around, my friend. That's a good thing. Thanks for everything you guys do. It's a, it's always a pleasure talking to you and, and, and bumping into you. So uh, please reach out anytime. As I, if I get some interesting stuff, uh, guys, I'll, uh, I'll text you, and uh, if there's something newsworthy, I'll, I'll for sure give you guys a 
give you guys a heads up. You betcha. That is Tony Spatiri, Anthony Spatiri, uh, just a dynamite individual and uh, junior. They just don't make him any better. That is a person that has impacted this sport. He's impacted all of it. If you're a sports fan in Canada, uh, that company and the vision that Tony has had, I've said it once. I'll not that's it. I'll, I'll keep saying it because that's what the guy has done. Uh, done a dynamite job and uh, look forward to seeing what is coming up next for uh, Tony. He's going to do something big. You can guarantee it. Absolutely. You know, when you look at, uh, you know, you look at the landscape and we talk a lot about it. We talk a lot about Gary Elliott and his relationship with Quaker State. We talk a lot about DJ Cannington and his relationship with Castrol. We talk a lot about guys that have long-standing relationships within the sport. You know, we just talked about Shea Gamel and, and his team and, and the relationship that he has with a company called North Country. Like, those those relationships are, are uh, you know, so difficult to get as a, as a race team. But they're so difficult to maintain and they're so difficult to grow. Uh, but when they do, they're so lucrative for both parties. You yep. know, um, when you look at, at what what Tony was able to do, uh, you know, for the Pinty's brand here in Canada, not only in Canada, but connecting to the United States as well through the, the NASCAR chain, um, you look at what companies like Castrol are able to do. It would be so interesting to... And and maybe maybe it would be only interesting to a handful of people, but but I, it would be so interesting to hear the stories of the successful companies that are here in Canada that activate within the sport. You know, I look at parts for trucks for a handful of years, for a long period of time, they activated with the parts for trucks series in in the Maritimes. Ten years, right? Exactly. For for a long period of time, they invested a ton of money and and really, you know, at at the end of it are still involved in one way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you look at, at those types of companies and, and you look at, you know, the, the, the Wakefields of the world with Robbie Fifield and those guys, and you look at, at you know, uh, Anthony Spatiri, you look at WeatherTech Canada, weathertech.ca with, with LP Dumoulin. Um, there's a reason why all these people are there. But there's also a reason why there's only seven or eight or ten of them as opposed to hundreds of them. Um, and I think that if the story actually got out and the, there was a magic secret sauce that these guys have, which they do have, right? Tony oh, yeah. Tony alluded to it. There's yep. a there's a return. There's a reason why we're doing it. There's They're not looking for my flashy billboard, and they're not looking no. for the nice-looking car, and they're not looking for the checkered flag even. They're doing it for a purpose, and and that is to turn $1 into $3, or it's to turn $1 into $10, or whatever the number might be. There's a secret number in there, and it's not secret. I'm not saying it like top secret, like right. like Mission Impossible here, but I'm saying that that there's a there's there's a reason why they're there and having dramatic success with it but then there's also a, a a way that that this sport can grow off of their positives as opposed to 
dying from the negatives and and you know there's there's a tremendous amount of value there so i thank you for to tony obviously we do as well and and uh it was uh it was incredible run and and looking forward hopefully pinty's uh you know still has a long-standing relationship and i wish him all the best in in where he's heading well uh, one last piece of advice we got our cup season finale well cup truck xfinity all of all three of those are going to end next weekend at phoenix yep if you haven't done this yet, do it next weekend. Stop by your local retailer. When you're doing your groceries, grab your Pinty's chicken wings. Get them ready. Fire them into the oven after uh, just, just, just right after practice is over on each one of those races. And I guarantee you, you will enjoy those races. Uh, that's what we did. We did, and we did it religiously. Uh, and I'll tell you what makes those races a whole lot more attractive when you got a whole plate of Pindy's chicken wings. Practice to... is all done now. They don't do practice anymore. Well, I know. That's... You got to do. Got to do the race now. You got to yeah. do it right before the race starts. Just before. Just before pre-race. Before. When pre-race starts, throw them in the oven, <laughs> and you're you should have them out right before the checkered or right before the green flag drops. Yeah, and well, unless you're hanging around, yeah. then I got to double do. Then you got to do a second tray. Yeah, then I got to do a second tray. Anyway, we're gonna hit a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk NASCAR Xfinity. With uh, Mario Goslin. He's got three teams uh, ready to go for that final race of the year. What a season 2021 has been for Mario and DGM. We'll talk to him all about it next, right here, live on Race Time Radio. Hey, Dirt Race fans, this is Kirk Hooker, driver of the 38 Dirt Late Mall. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and by GetRackHunter.com. For two decades. Hello, fellow Americans. The artists who make history. It's the music that keeps me going. Have made it. Here. We live 20 years of Sirius XM with performances, interviews, and magic moments from Taylor Swift, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, and so much more. We're going to do some acoustic versions of songs off of Lover. 20 years, 20 defining moments, one collection. Only on the SXM app. Thank you so much. All North Racing, only on Rev TV. Contact your TV provider. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Endigadish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Fox News headlines 24 7 is on Sirius XM. With headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brinkholm. I'm Therese I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News headlines 24 7. All the information you need. Ready with you all. From America's News Headquarters, Sirius XM Channel 115, or listen on the Sirius XM app. 
Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And we are back with you live. I left that intro a little bit long, didn't I, Junior? Let's go back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in, how about it? We got him. We got Mario Gosland on the other end of this uh, hotline. What's going on tonight, Mario? How are you, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Fantastic, man. Good weekend for you at Martinsville. That uh, that worked out uh, just just about perfect. Yeah, we uh, well, we needed that. You know, we've, we've had a few rough weeks, but... Uh... We um, we need we need a good run and we got it. It was uh, it was a good deal. All three cars actually ran uh, ran well. And how about the ninety? I got to give uh, uh, Mister Partis a, a big shout out. Uh, coming back from uh, that spin, I thought, man, he's going to be in trouble now. Uh, came back for an eighteenth place finish. Good job. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's it's hard to judge um, how the track's going to be without any practice or. or Incredible. Not a bad year. When you look at it, uh, Mario, the years that you've been, uh, how long have you been in Xfinity now? Uh, you hung up the helmet and then picked up doing everything. What, you've been going, what, seven, eight years now? Six, seven years? Yeah, not not full-time, though, but uh, for sure it's been, it's been about um, six or seven with uh, doing Xfinity series, but full-time probably. This is probably my fourth, uh, I would think, year is, that we're doing it full-time. It is, uh, is it safe to say this has been uh, the best year so far out of all of them uh, results-wise? Uh, and look, you got three teams now. You didn't go at this just with one team. You got three of them. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we haven't had the consistency that we had last year, um, this year. You know, we've We've had some good runs, and, and and we've struggled at times. But uh, you know, hopefully, we've got it turned around, and we can go we can go to Phoenix and uh, do it again. Now, a lot of that's got to do with luck, though. Correct? Like, uh, you you got those cars prepared, correct? You got the drivers that know what they're doing. You got the teams doing what they do. Uh, but there is no substitute for luck. If you got bad luck uh, today, uh, there's nothing anybody can do for you. No, you're right. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it's luck, and and sometimes you know you hear a lot of people you you make your own luck um, at the shop, and we've we've missed it a few times, and uh, you know I take full responsibility for that. But you know, without practice, you you're kind of in a box, and you're trying to run better, so you're trying things, and uh, sometimes it doesn't work out. That is that is a big part of what I notice in in you know the the new era of racing without the practice sessions. There's the the, the comers and goers are obviously there, right? Like the the fields mix up in a hurry. Um, you know, from the drop of the green flag, there's passing. There's you know there's there's exciting moments from the drop of the green flag to the checkered flag. Um, but there are also even even the bigger teams, you know, and 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 then even compounding on the smaller side. Um, there's, 
there's more issues today than we were seeing, you know, back when, you know, three, four years ago when, when practice was hot and heavy and, and uh, they would drop the green flag and there wouldn't be any attrition. For sure, you know, and, and I mean, um, looking into next year, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have short practice again and it, it definitely helps they'll identify um, any possible issues, you know, as far as having practice and having some more time and some more eyes on, on the car. And um, for sure, we're looking forward to getting back to having some short practices. Mario, when you look at gains uh, and, and team gains that you guys have done this year, um, I got to look at the mile and a half programs. Um, I, it, you guys were better on mile and a half this year than you've ever been. Isn't that it? Is that the way it is, or is it just me seeing it that way? Yeah, I don't know. Um, again, you know, it's 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 been up and down. I feel like uh, the beginning of the year, uh, we're, we're we had a lot of speed and we had some bad luck, and here lately, um, we've struggled to get the cars to, to the driver's likings um, for whatever reason and you know we're not doing anything different I don't know if um, the tires have changed or if it's just uh, you know the, the the weather the temperature whatever is going on we've we've had a, a little harder time getting getting the drivers happy with the cars here the second half of the year we're with Mario Goslin tonight, NASCAR Xfinity Series team owner, a DGM. Uh, he's got the 36, the 92, and the number 90 car. You're going to have all three in action come this uh, this coming weekend at Phoenix, uh, Mario. Are you just running two, or you got all three going? No, we got all three. Um, we, we made it this far. It's, it's been a lot of work, uh, for sure. You know, a lot of late nights, and uh, we're looking forward to having a little time off to regroup, but uh, we're, we're going to have all three of them there, Phoenix. Good deal. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. You were supposed to make a start at Daytona right off the beginning of the year. Uh, rain Qualifying got rained out, uh, so you didn't get a chance to go. Did you ever make up that race that you were going to do? I did not. I did not. Um, you know, with, with the way the schedule was, um, this year there was a handful of races that we had a chance to practice and qualify, and, and that race being one of them. And uh, with qualifying being rained out there and so much going on and needing to focus on, you know, keeping everything going and, and you know, performance, um, you know, as, as good as we can have it, I uh, did not get a chance to get back behind the wheel. Ah, darn. I, I didn't think you did, and I was hoping uh, that I didn't miss it because uh, I love watching you behind the wheel of a race car. Uh, will you get that same shot then come Daytona? I don't know. Um, I haven't really. I mean, I, I guess I can't say I haven't thought about it at all, but uh, I don't know. Too early to tell. Now, we're, we're not getting any younger, Mario. you got to get in there and get it done, because I believe you still got to win in you, especially, especially at Daytona. Well, for sure. I mean, I feel like I, you know, I feel like I can still do it. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But uh, the timing's got to be right and, and uh, you know, making sure that there's a car available. And, it's you know, the biggest thing is also is making sure that we're not going to, you know, 
take away from from the other cars as far as you know uh, competition level. We want to make sure that if we do you know take a fourth car and make a make a start with a fourth car and uh, that we're not taken away from anything else that's going on. Yeah, and that would be tough too, right? Because everybody's depending on uh, the equipment. Everybody's got the you know the the people. It's pretty hard just to add a team. Uh, unless, uh, you know, you can get Jerome to jump in and, uh, well, you probably got him doing other things too. So, uh, he wouldn't be a good example, but you'd have to get a crew cobbled together to go out and do a race. Uh, it'd be exciting. I can guarantee you that when we look at 2022, uh, and we look at the next year and oh, we still have one left, uh, to finish this year out. How are the plans coming for 2022, or is it still too like premature to talk 2022 yet? Well, I mean, it, uh, don't really know yet. It is it is a little bit early. I mean, we know there's going to be some changes uh, coming uh, for sure, and we're working on some things, but uh, too early to tell. We've we've been really focused on finishing strong here. And, uh, you know, talks are going on with, with sponsors and getting all that uh, renewed and too, er- too early for us to, to say or tell uh, at the moment. Yeah, and I, I can well imagine uh, Phoenix is a good track for you guys. you got a good notebook uh, for, for Phoenix. Uh, what are the thoughts heading in? Uh, which one of those three are going to be? Uh, can you pick the order on how they're going to finish? Boy, I, that's a that, that's a tough one. You know, you you really don't know, but uh, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna have to see. I mean, Phoenix is one of those that we actually do have uh, one short practice session, and we are having qualifying. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting or fun to get back to uh, to doing that and uh, getting there and and uh, getting those cars going and trying to make sure that they're all. Uh, competitive well it's going to be incredible i can tell you that uh uh, everything is going to come to a head man it's going to be uh next weekend it's going to be the final xfinity race of the season uh mario congratulations to you and all of your staff all your drivers uh it's been incredible watching and i'll tell you what man you make us proud as canadians to watch the job you guys are doing down there uh i know josh isn't uh, isn't a Canadian guy, but he's an honorable one. We'll, we'll we'll throw him into the Canadian bunch anyway. Maybe he's a dual citizen. We'll we'll maybe make him a dual citizen, eh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, no, for sure. You know, I mean, uh, he he drives hard each and every weekend, and uh, you know, everybody, everybody, uh, you know, I I got to thank all my whole crew and everybody that makes this happen. You know, every week as well, we've been working really hard and. Um, the, the season is, you know, it, it wears everybody down. We've had, I think, what, 14 weekends in a row here, and uh, we're we're looking forward to each and every weekend, but I think everybody's looking forward to having a little time off as well. Mario, uh, you know, I kind of alluded to this uh, right off the hop, right in the, the beginning portion of the, of, of the show, kind of covering off who we were having on the program. And, uh, you know, I, I think back to a couple years ago um, when, when we had you on the program, um, you talked about the employee base that you have and and the the people that you have working for you and obviously you you've been you've been thankful every single time we've ever talked to you anytime any other media outlets talk to you you've been thankful for the people that you have um, talk a little bit about the difference between 
um, being being a racer and working in this sport and 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 somebody working in this sport as a job. I, I you know looking at, at what you guys are able to accomplish and and you know seeing the 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 positive results, seeing the uh, overachieving, if you will, in certain scenarios. Uh, you guys you guys are a team that is built on on racers and and people that will do whatever it takes whenever it takes um, no matter what in order to get the job done and done right um, but then there's uh, there's people within this sport that do it as a job and and they do it you know from uh, it, uh, to get paid by the hour and and you know you don't have those people you have you have a group of racers but talk a little bit about the value of that and how hard it is to find nowadays oh i mean I, you know we we get around all the time you know we we say that you know the the racers the real racers we're we're a dying breed you know and uh to, to a degree you know i think it's it, it's very true but it's across uh maybe not just motorsports but just the workforce in general you know but racers you know we uh we put in a lot of hours and and don't worry about uh, the compensation. I mean, everybody's got to everybody's got to eat. Everybody's got to make a living. But that's not what we do it for. You know, um, we do it because we love it, and we definitely um, we definitely put in a lot of hours and do whatever it takes. Well, you're going to earn a win. I can feel it coming, Mario. If it isn't this coming weekend, uh, it's going to be soon in 2022. Uh, you just keep doing what you're doing, man. It's coming. Well, I appreciate that, and we def- certainly, you know, uh, appreciate uh, all the support of all our fans and uh, and the Canadian fans as well. Uh, you know, we we feel the love, and we're trying really hard. And I mean, uh, you know, some some weekends we're we're not up to par, but we're trying hard, and we're always trying to make the team better. Well, put your sunscreen on. That uh, this it doesn't get any hotter than out in Phoenix. This time of year is nice, well, though. For sure. It's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting weekend across the board, but uh, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. And and one final little jab here. I know you're looking forward to having a little bit of a time off, but uh, are we going to see a Goslin or are we going to see a Goslin car down at the Snowflake or the Snowball Derby? What's the what's the <laughs> looks like there? Uh, honestly, I have I have no plans. Uh, I don't think you're going to see a Goslin car or Goslin driving. Um, my brother-in-law, George Gorham, he might be going uh, over there to run the snowball. I'm not even sure yet. I don't know that he's sure yet, you know, pending sponsorship and a lot of other things. But, uh, you know, that that would be, um, man, I don't know, you know, at least uh, it seems like this year we will have a little time to rest before before the derby. It seems like every year it's a weekend right after we, uh, we get done. But uh, I don't know, you know, if we go down there, it's definitely going to be more uh, – to help somebody or to spectate. I got you. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, how much you want to bet? I'll bet, Junior. I'll bet you five bucks right now. Mario uh, by will be the a crew t- chief. By the, time, by the time the Snowball Derby rolls around, that guy is going to be at the Derby either on top of a box or, uh, yeah, maybe behind the wheel. What do you think? Mario, you could do it. If somebody called and said, hey, Mario, I need you to wheel this car, would you do it? Oh, I don't know. It, it always depends on the situation, you know. But heck, it's been it's been quite a while since uh, I've been in a, a super late model. It would be quite a quite a challenge for sure, just uh, physically, you know. 
it's a snowball is something that you i feel like you build on over a season right you you work on your car you make your car faster and you kind of understand what what it takes to make your car do certain things and uh usually to go to the snowball and be successful it's it's when you've had a successful year running super late models so it, it would definitely be quite a challenge i don't know if i would do it or if i wouldn't do it but uh I feel like it would definitely be a Cinderella story for sure if we went down there and ran well. Oh, would it ever? Yeah, that's definitely that would, that would get everybody all charged up. Mario, you take it easy and good luck at Phoenix uh, with all three of those cars. Uh, wish everybody luck and uh, hey, bud, thanks so much for doing what you do. Uh, keep it, keep it going. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. I appreciate uh, you guys doing what you do. You betcha. That's Mario Goslin, DGM. Follow him along on Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see how they make out at Phoenix, Jr. It's going to be real interesting. Watch for Labe. I think he's got a big top ten coming. Yeah, Labe's got uh, a really good opportunity at Phoenix. But, you know, hats off. I know Mario is Canadian, right? Mario is a team. He's the team owner, and he's Canadian. So you don't need to give him a hats off for this. But you do in the same respect. You know, he lives in the U.S. He's lived down there for a long period of time. You know, he, he makes his living down there. He's, he, he, for all intents and purposes, an American at this point, right? Sure. Uh, but, you know, it is so cool to see when the 36 rolls out. And of course, Alex Labbe is from Canada. A lot of the partners are from Canada. But it's so cool to see the Maple Leaf on the side of a DGM car. Yep. You know, they make a point of it. And it's so easy to not make a point of it. You know, down there, there's been so many Canadians that have shown up that have run down at in, in the U.S., whether it be in the Truck Series, the Cup Series, wherever it might be. Um, and they don't talk about the fact that they're Canadian when they're doing it. And when you look at Alex Labbe's car, uh, you know, I think back to the 36 car. Uh, they had a red and white one with a massive Maple Leaf on the side yep. this past weekend. Uh, you know, they had neat little characters on the side of the car. Of course, the Josh Wise had his, and yeah. and, and uh, Labbe had his with a big Maple Leaf on the front of a fire suit. Um, you know, it, it is so cool to see both Alex Labbe, you know, his partners, and and as well, you know, Mario supporting that because, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, really when you think back, there's only been one team that in, that really embraced the fact that they were Canadian and they were a flash in the pan and that was that Go Canada racing fiasco that happened. Um, but, you know, when you look back through the ranks, um, there hasn't been a whole lot of involvement from Canadians shouting from the top of the mountain saying that they're Canadian. And, uh, you know, the hats off to, to Alex Labbe and to everybody that is a part of that team uh, for flying the Maple Leaf. That is cool, and uh, I notice it. I hope all the fans do as well, and uh, it's definitely neat. It, it definitely makes me cheer for the 36 a little bit more. I'm not going to lie to you. Good deal. We're going to hit this final break. We'll be back. Stay there.
Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Canadians will camp like never before this season. Family time will be spent outside, around the campfire. Be prepared for all the elements. Be sure to pack quick, quick fire starters. No need to haul paper or kindling. Just pop a quick, quick fire starter into the pit. Add your wood and presto. You're a professional camper. Let the stories begin. Quick, quick fire starters. Making social distancing bonfires fun. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Hello, my dear. We've been waiting on years to unleash the sounds of fear. Soundtracks, scary stories, a howl, and a snore. Sirius XM Scream, your soundtrack for Halloween is on now. Channel 104. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Whether it be radio or racing, side-by-side is no problem for these guys. Let the fireworks begin. We're back to the two Joes. Why, thank you, Andy. Yes, it is back to the two Joes. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Uh, getting dangerously close to throwing it back to Toronto and handing them, handing them the keys back to their channel. Um, and I might want to tell you about our schedule. Uh, yeah, our schedule is going to get messed up here a wee bit over the next oh, three weeks or so. Let me go through it for you. Uh, next Sunday night, of course, we always air Sunday 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern uh, right here on the channel. Not so next Sunday night. Uh, We won't be on the air on November the 7th. Uh, We are going to be watching the finale, the cup season finale. We're going to watch everything NASCAR uh, next weekend. And uh, the channel is going to have the MLS on. So uh, we will not be airing. We will be preempted on November the 7th. Then come November the 14th, we're all good to go. So we'll be back on the air 7 p.m. Eastern on November the 14th. Then we look at November the 21st. 
Uh, we're getting preempted again, Junior. It's the Raptors. The Raptors is going to uh, take over the channel. So we're going to give them the keys for one night, one night only. And then on November the 28th, uh, we are going to air one-hour version of Race Time Radio from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, the CFL, uh, there's a CFL game on early, and it's going to cut into us by about an hour. So uh, you may want to tune in a little bit earlier, uh, as uh, we're still going to go on the air 7 to 9 uh, on Racetimeradio.com. And soon as the channel becomes available, then we'll be coming up on Sirius XM Channel 167. So we will be in process that night, and it'll be the same on December the 5th. So that gives you a little bit of the lay of the land. So next Sunday night, we'll be watching um, and uh, enjoying that final cup race with everybody else. And then uh, November the 14th, we'll all get together once again. and We'll talk about it. I uh, hope to have Cole Butcher on. He did not have a good um, All-American, All-American 400. 400. Which was 300 laps, by the way. You said that. I said no. Yes. And it was 300 yes, laps. So Ray shortened it out. Yep. Uh, so what was the 20... Third? Twenty third or something like that for Cole. Uh don't know how Jared finished up. Um don't know how Austin Austin McDonald was down there too. Now those guys didn't run the three hundred or the four hundred. They ran the pro late model. Yeah. They ran the one hundred. They would have ran against Kenny and Kenny. Nope. Kenny and Kenny ran in the street stock division. Oh, did they? They ran in the CRA oh. has a wicked street stock division. Oh, 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 oh. yes, and, yes. And, and, and I seen Kenny yeah. uh Kenny Wallace's uh comments on that. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, they're they're a late model. Yeah. They're a late model. They're not a street stock from back in the day. Yeah, definitely. And, like, it's just like the super stocks here in, in Ontario, but even right. actually a little bit further advanced down there. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, it, by, by all accounts, they had a lot of fun by the sounds of it. And... Uh, yeah, we got uh, we got lots of racing coming up though. You know, down south to talk about to yes. preview to, uh, um, you know, the with the borders opening back up, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the amount of buzz that I'm hearing about New Smyrna is incredible. Oh yeah, the amount of yeah, buzz yeah. that I'm hearing about the World Series down at Volusia County. My hand is going up. Yeah, I, I'm, definitely. I'm, I'm looking at Absolutely. New Smyrna Speedway. Yeah, there's uh, there's an incredible amount of people. As well, um, you're going to hear some interesting news coming out over the next three weeks. So I'll try to I'll try to prime them and say make okay. sure it's on the 14th. Okay. But uh, there's some interesting news coming out about the Snowflake uh, 100 down at Pensacola, mm-hmm. um, with a couple of interesting names going to partake in that potentially. Here, potentially. Potentially. Um, Good. As well, um, hearing some news about um, you know the um, the the races right after the snowball or or sorry right after New Smyrna, uh, which is the Rattler 250, mm-hmm. and then as well um, the Spring Sizzler that was canceled last year um, at Gresham Motorsports Park, um, and by the sounds of it, it's going to happen again um, in in March. Hey, how did Albert make out? Fourteenth. Fourteenth. Yeah, fourteenth. Not bad. Not bad. Well, I, you know, like see all all American four hundred. That's a tough, tough race. Absolutely tough track. Deep end of the pool, man. Oh yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah, big time. Yeah, when you when you hear Mario Goslin talk about uh, you know the snowball derby, the the all American four hundred, the Winchester four hundred, the the snowball derby are all right there. Same characters that you're going to see run up front at the derby. 
uh, minus a couple cup guys, but uh, are going to be running at uh, at those races as well. So big shows. Yes, sir. You want to believe it? That's going to do it for us tonight here in the Race Time Radio Studio. Can't believe uh, you ran out of candy. Gotta thank uh, Susie Q right here in the RTR studio for hooking us up with everybody. Uh, congratulations, Tony Spateri. Uh, just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, from all of us. Uh, and, uh, you know, good luck, Mario. Go get him. Go get him. It's going to be a great weekend. We will catch you again November the 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern, live right here on Race Time Radio. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.